This is the One About Retirement podcast with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose from Retirement Income Strategies. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rhett and Mark provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the One About Retirement podcast with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. Hello, and welcome back to the One About Retirement. My name is Rhett Wood, and he's Mark Rose, and we're from Retirement Income Strategies. If at any point during our show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 405-703-3858, or you can visit us online at retirementincomeok.com. While you're at our website, feel free to head over to our media page. There you can check out our past shows and even subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure that you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Well, how are you doing today, Mr. Rett? Well, I've been having a lot of fun this weekend because, you know, I have a vegetable garden and I've got different fruit trees and all this stuff. And, and we're here we are kind of in the middle of the summer and things are just loaded down like crazy. So okay. Okay. Uh, what was, what's been the most recent picked item? Yesterday, I went out to a peach tree that I've never harvested a peach off. So I bought a property, had a peach tree on it. The year I bought it, it didn't produce anything. So I pruned it. And I've been watching these peaches mature. And yesterday, I probably picked 60 peaches off that thing. Wow. And there's, I would say, if I had to guess, there was 100 more on the tree. And so it's what, just. What will you do with them now that you've picked them? I mean, uh, we're gonna, did you try a few and uh, eat a few of them? I, I ate several. I had five or six of them while out there. And they're not, they're not great big, so you can eat several. You know, okay. like the ones you get in a grocery store are huge. These are half the size of what you might see in a grocery store. But they're really sweet and juicy. And we're going to try to, we're probably going to try to make some jam. We're probably going to try to can some slices because I like to try to make some different things. I made blackberry jam a few weeks ago and I made some sand plum and other things, but we're going to be trying to actually can some of the peaches tonight because you just can't eat 150 peaches before they go bad. So you're either giving them away by the bucket loads or you're trying to preserve some. So it's been really cool. Well, good. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. Good luck with that. So what are we talking about today? What we are going to be talking about, it talks about you and your money. A lot of the topics when we discuss on the podcast are fact-driven. Now, we discuss retirement vehicles, market performance, and safe money versus at-risk money, just to name a few. But for today's show, we're going to change things up a bit and discuss feelings about finances. We will tackle this by talking about financial well-being and ways to help achieve it. Oftentimes, people can confuse having wealth and having financial security, but let me explain how they are different. You could measure the wealth of your coworkers, friends, or family, reviewing their, their accumulation of money or positions that they have and comparing it with your own, but financial well-being is different. Being financially secure is being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs, and it is unique to everyone. Let's take a moment to break that down a little bit further and examine characteristics of someone who is financially stable. For one... They have control over their daily, monthly, and even their annual expenses. They typically have a budget that they refer to frequently, and a lot of their financial life is planned out and allocated to different expenses, even before the expense might arise. They are also able to meet and overcome a financial shock that may land in their laps. You know, I can think of a specific client right now, very budget spreadsheet oriented, and he allocates money to savings for the replacement of future appliances. You know, things, you know, say your air conditioner goes out and you need $10,000. 
very budget oriented and driven to prepare for those, you know, out of pocket expenses that might happen in the future. Yep, in the future. An example of a financial shock could be a drop in the market or unforeseen medical emergency. People who are secure in their financial well-being don't let unexpected situations throw their finances completely off track. You know, right now we are uh, working through my wife his, you know, she lost her job three weeks ago. And so things have, we've been adjusting things as we're going through because that's a financial shock that we are dealing with. So another characteristic is that they are typically on track to meet their financial goals for financially uh, stable folks. Maybe they are saving for a down payment on a house or simply squirreling away for retirement, but they've planned their work and now working their plan. Finally, those who with financial well-being often possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make decisions to help them enjoy their desired quality of life. Whether that is taking a family vacation or splurging on a new item, people with financial well-being have control over their finances. They can make choices to spend their money how they want to, not always how they have to. Even though there are some common characteristics, we at Retirement Income Strategies realize that this isn't a one-size-fits-all model. In order to get to a place of financial well-being, you may have to think about what you've envisioned for your life, how you want to live, and the choices that you need to make now in order to land there in the future. For some people, it is natural to measure their financial well-being. But if you don't fall into that category, it might be useful to get into the habit of what we call taking your financial emotional temperature. And let's be clear, what we're not talking about is that you should be comparing yourself to everyone else. That's not what we're suggesting. But maybe you need to be reminded, you know, that an annual visit with your financial services professional, or maybe it's during tax season, but somehow when you meet with your uh, financial services professional, it's good to stop and reflect at least once a year so you can analyze how you're doing with your financial situation. And see what changes maybe you need to, to start implementing. Yeah. So not necessarily comparing yourself to others, but looking at your own situation What do we need to adjust, if anything? And if you need help starting the exercise, ask yourself questions like, you know, over the last few months, how often did I feel joy or peace or satisfaction or pride as it relates to my financial situation? How many times in the last month have I felt negative emotions like stress or anger or helplessness in regard to my finances? You're listening to The One About Retirement. My name is Rhett Wood and he's Mark Rose and we're from Retirement Income Strategies. If at any point during our show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 405-703-3858 or you can visit us online at retirementincomeok.com. Today we've been discussing the connection between the feelings and finances and how to pursue a sense of financial well-being. And I think at the core of a lot of people's unhappiness when it comes to their finances is issues with kind of keeping up with the Joneses. Consider how often you do compare yourself to others or more importantly, think about who you're comparing yourself to, whether it's friends or families or neighbors or coworkers, you know, how often are these comparisons negative? It's commonly said that the comparison, you know, is a thief of joy. And I think that applies here to finances too. So we're suggesting don't don't fall into that trap of comparing yourself to others, but we are suggesting to think about comparing yourself, you know, to yourself. Are we in a better situation now than maybe we were last year at this time? And what adjustments might we need to make? Yeah, doing some of that internal evaluating. Yes, yes. Another point to consider is who you look look up to in regards to your finances. Is there someone that you admire for how they balance their work and their life or how they manage their stress? 
Something that you may want to consider when it comes to achieving financial well-being is to choose a role model that shares the same values as you or somebody that you would like to mold your ideals or life around and who also you want to pick somebody that makes wise financial decisions. Making the conscious decision to think through your financial life and what is comfortable financial well-being means to you can, can be overwhelming. Choosing to work with a trusted financial services professional can help you in creating a financial plan that will work in your own situation. When it comes to having financial well-being, as a financial services professional like Rhett and myself, we want to spend time talking about why that's important. As far as life stresses go, finances are usually very close to the top of the list. And while stress is a normal part of life and is not completely avoidable, it can have ramifications if it reaches unhealthy or prolonged levels. Earlier in this episode, we mentioned that financial well-being was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that being secure in your finances can contribute to your overall emotional well-being. You know, on the flip side, we probably have a real-life example of times when our finances were not on the right track and it impacted our overall sense of well-being. Uh, When we don't have that sense of overall emotional well-being, sometimes we can make choices that are derived from fear or anxiety, and that can take a negative toll, uh, definitely on your your health and your stress levels. Another consideration is our relationships with family and friends. Many people would probably agree that these relationships are more important than the finances. You know, your, your, your relationships with your family, that's, that comes first before your financial well-being. But I, I think at, one point or another, we have all let our finances affect those closest relationships that we have. For individuals with a strong sense of financial well-being, it might be easier to feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships and, and, and the life that you've been blessed with. When we feel secure and stable emotionally, we generally make wiser, more calculated financial decisions. Emotional distress causes a lot of poor financial decisions. And this is often why we joke about people buying fancy sports cars during a midlife crisis. When their emotions are not in check, people are susceptible to making reckless or impulsive decisions, and these may negatively affect their financial future. So that ties in with emotional investing. You know, next we're going to look at some of the ways to avoid making emotional investments uh, using an April 2019 article from TheBalance.com that was entitled How to Avoid Making Emotional Investments. You're listening to The One About Retirement. My name is Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood, and we're from Retirement Income Strategies. And today's episode has been about feelings and finances. Now we're going to dive into examination of an emotional investing. Our resource is the article from 2019 from thebalance.com entitled, How to Avoid Making Emotional Investments. So there are four things that the article mentions that we want to discuss today. The first one that caught our attention was, put your investment plan in writing. Having a plan written ahead of time can give you a a kind of a touchstone to calm your emotions during a downturn in the market or when the market is exceedingly volatile. This plan should also include what you should do and what you should not do when the markets are impacting your emotions. And that plan or strategy will likely be impacted by the next suggestion from the article. Know some market history. It can be very useful to know that markets often cycle between bear and bull markets. So what you're experiencing at any given moment is just one measurement of a long score of music. Keeping in mind that this is just one part of the system might help you write out some of the minor notes of a downturn. Because you are aware of market history, you can take advantage of the next tip. Don't check your portfolio too often. We have one custodian that provides a daily or an app that you can check daily. And so uh, 
what we suggest a lot of times is don't necessarily do that because you can drive yourself crazy. You can't live and die with every movement of the market. Checking every day, well, that might be too much anxiety for, for you. So we, we suggest don't do that. Have a long-term horizon. Focus on the end goal and don't check it every single day, every hour. There are many different products and services you can use to monitor your portfolio and alert you to large-scale changes in values. At Retirement Income Strategies, we provide the Generational Vault as a tool to help monitor your financial picture in one safe digital location. The Generational Vault is available to you 24-7 anywhere you have internet access. It can also be set up to alert you of any portfolio value changes so you don't have to constantly check your portfolio. It's a nearly impossible to protect yourself from all unexpected trials that might come your way, but there are certainly attitudes and biases that can often prevent us from acting in our own best interest that we should be aware of. As we mentioned, there is a tendency of investors to react much more strongly to negative news than to positive news. In the same sense, we also tend to put too much focus on what is happening by way of current events and news instead of looking at everything from a larger big picture scale. Regardless of the state of the economy, it might be smart to think long-term how this current period fits into your overall financial picture, not just be overwhelmed by the current state of things. It can also prove productive to avoid following the herd mentality when buying and selling, simply because that's what everyone else is doing. This tends to be the time when investors buy securities at their top prices or sell well below their purchase price, and that's not usually good for investors. We hope you and our listeners can take something out of the show today and have a better understanding of the importance of financial well-being. With the help of the right financial services professionals, you can create a strategy that can help your finances and income plans stay on course. Visit our website at retirementincomeok.com or call our office at 405-703-3858 to find out how to receive a free copy of our new book, Peace and Possibilities. At Retirement Income Strategies, we are dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Join us again for another episode of The One About Retirement. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The One About Retirement podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rhett Wood or Mark Rose at Retirement Income Strategies. Call 405-703-3858 or visit them online at retirementincomeok.com. Brett Wood and Mark Rosen, Retirement Income Strategies, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.